This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. Now, back to more Trivia Friday. And welcome back to Trivia Friday. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman. I'm joined in studio by J.J. Jasper and Brother Bert Harper. Hey, before we get going, uh, J.J., do you want to let us, uh, our listeners know about uh, where you're going to be headed? Oh, thank you. I'll be at Holly Baptist Church in Corinth, Mississippi tomorrow night. Meat feast. It's one of those wild game dinners, normally just for the men, but men, women, boys, and girls, everybody's invited. It's free. Great food, fellowship. We're going to laugh together, lift up the Lord, and there's always door prizes. Holly Baptist Church, Corinth, Mississippi, tomorrow night, Saturday night, starting at 5 p.m. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, we'll wait a few minutes before we go uh, and repeat our questions. So let's go back to the phones, Brother Bert. Okay. Let's go to Texas and talk to Ryan. Ryan, what part of Texas are you from? A little known town uh, called Houston. <laughs> little known. <laughs> Nicely done. Ooh. Hey, they've got a basketball yep. team at the University of Houston. Uh, they're in the NCAA, and they're they're one of the one seeds. And people filling out those brackets. They aren't fill they? out, the, but it was a bracket buster yesterday. Yesterday, couple yeah, of Princeton upsets. was it? Uh, Princeton, Princeton, they are in it, and Furman of all places, Beat Virginia. Yeah, I love those Cinderella stories that emerge every uh, year at this time with yeah. the March Madness. You know, yeah. t- teams you just never ever heard of, like who in the world, and their mascot is what. You know, and that and that really doesn't happen much in football, college football, but college basketball is one of those sports where you can pull some of those upsets. That's off. right. If you somebody really plays a, like the best game they ever played, somebody else has an off night. Yeah, and that can happen. Yep. It happens too. Hey, Ryan, thank you for calling. Do you want to ask, answer, or both? Both. Okay. Which question do you want to to answer, brother? Was was the uh... Apostle question already answered? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll just take a stab at one of the 50-50s. I'll I'll go for the uh, olive oil question. All right, Ryan, here's the question. Olive oil is a fruit juice. Is that true or false? Well, I know olives are considered fruits, but I don't really think of juice when I look at olive oil, so I'm going to go with false. Okay. It is... True. What? It is considered Wait, olive oil is considered a fruit juice. I that didn't ask drink? whether people drink it, <laughs> but it is considered a fruit juice because, as you said, olives are a fruit. There's the deal. Yeah. Technically, uh, scientifically, tomato is a fruit, but people know not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. <laughs> if you're going to put olive oil in your smoothie, well, that's, that's on you. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's on you. Uh, it go, it slides down if you oh, do. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, Ryan, you were reasoning. You were reasoning in the right direction. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. You had a 50-50 chance. That's, yeah. I love those questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I loved it when I was in school. Give me those 50-50 questions. But now I'll say this. Mm-hmm. A teacher who really wants to give you a oh, hard man. time they can did. make some really hard true-false questions. That with little bitty word Just, uh, changes everything. Yeah, rays are thin. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. what about when the time, you know, you got two minutes left. All right, one minute. You know, you get that one-minute warning, and you've still got nine questions. That's the time you just go see, 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 straight down the pike there because 
one of those is going to hit. Yep. That's right. Amen. Hey, Ryan, you got a question for us? Yeah, I got a biblical question. Um, so what when Isaiah was in the presence of God, and uh, what did he, what had to happen to him in order for him to speak? Oh, well, I think either you guys are you, know are you thinking about the tongs when the the yeah, the seraphim and the the others they flew down and took those tongs, picked up the hot coal, put it on his lips so it'd be purified. Well, he was a man of unclean lips, yeah, and he right. dwelled among a people of and unclean lips. And he was I lifted up, amen. I lifted up. Uh, his train filled the Isaiah temple. six, right? Yes, is that right, Ryan? Yep. Ooh, oh yeah. Good job, JJ. Good R- job. Hey, Ryan. When I've read that for the very first time. Uh, King Uzzah, and it lays it all out there. And I thought, wait a minute. That's any time you come into the presence of God or any time you have revival because the Shekinah glory of God shows up, and then no matter how you felt like you were on that high horse or you had it together, right. immediately if you're in the presence of God, you you realize your sin. Yeah. If you're sinful and you're a sinner in need of a Savior, you're like, oh, my word, God is in this room. So then you have the sense of that and then the forgiveness of your sins, and then that last little thing after you've met the Lord, experienced the Lord, worshiped the Lord, asked for forgiveness, then he said, well, I'm looking somebody to go for me, to serve me. Yes. Here I am, Lord. Send, send Jeremiah. Me. Right. <laughs> I thought he sent Jeremiah, guys. <laughs> Here I am, Lord. Yeah, send me. Yeah. Boy, isn't, yeah. that a, isn't that a good picture? It's amen. To experiencing the Lord. And that's, really? that's, uh, that's why the seraphim had to cover their eyes. Amen. Wow. Amen. Holiness is Yes. Well, thank Amen. you for loving the Word. Thank you for reading your Bible. Yeah, Great question. Right. Amen. Thank you so much, Ryan. Let's go to Ohio, and it's Paris. I, I just got to ask this question. What part of Ohio is Paris from? Where are you from, Paris? It's, uh, by the way, it's Paris and Chloe. And Chloe. Yeah, double. Is it? Yeah. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley? Oh, Ashley. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you want to answer, ask, or do both? Both. Okay. Which question do you want to uh, answer? Exterminator. Oh, the exterminator question. All right. Here's the question. While termites are the most destructive pest in the U.S., what do exterminators consider the worst nuisance insect pest? Carpenter ants? Ants is correct. Good. Ants is correct. Uh, all ants, but carpenter ants are certainly right. uh, in that uh, group. It, carpenter ants do a job on you. You know, it's carpenter. one thing to, to have your picnic ruined. It's another thing when they start showing up with skill saws <laughs> and uh, sawzalls and levels. You're like, oh, this is about to get costly. Hey, hey. Ants know how to invade. Yeah, but if you notice what the Bible says about insect spiders, you find them everywhere in the rich man's house. Yes, palace spiders makes their self at home no matter where they are. That's right. Isn't that amazing? That's right. Hey, do you have a question for us? Yes. Go right ahead. Who buried Moses? The Lord did. Who buried Moses? Oh, okay. He went up on the mountain, and it says God. Closed his eyes and you know he laid down to be with his fathers. I, I didn't hear the. I couldn't get. I I is think. that the answer that God buried him? Yes. Okay. Well, thank Fantastic. You for, thank you for uh, 
reading the Bible, knowing the Bible. Thank you for you and your family for listening to Christian Radio. That speaks volumes about you and how you want to grow and be more Christ-like. And you and your family, kids, y'all have a great weekend. Amen. We're going to reset the questions. Yeah, let's reset our questions for the last time. Start us off, Brother Bird. Okay. What candy was included as a military ration for soldiers in World War II? And then my second question, only two, what is the top speed of a Peregrine Falcon? 150 miles per hour, 220, or 255? All right, and I've got one question remaining, uh, so I'm going to just read it. I probably won't add one here, but Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. By what name is she more commonly known? Is that it for you? Ed? Yeah. Here's what I've got. I've got two. Where's the oldest and largest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world? And it's not in Ireland. Where's the oldest and largest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world? Second question, true or false, St. Patrick's Day was originally associated with the color blue. Is that true or false? That's the reason they have a blue Christmas. <laughs> a blue blue christmas blue, blue christmas that's right let's go to tennessee and talk to chris welcome chris all right well thank you for taking my call yes sir what part of tennessee you from chris jackson oh wow yeah. right up there jackson, that's where our second radio station was jackson in our network yes. network yes. second one that's right number one was and tupelo uh, number two was right there where you are, Jackson Milan. You started listening, uh, or your station was available in 1991 or 1992. That's right. Amen. Don Wallman had that vision, didn't he? Well, Chris, you the got a question. There. Go ahead. The station that was there at uh, Casey Jones Museum or Casey Jones Restaurant there. That's right. It was in upstairs. Uh, good friends of mine. Yeah, uh, I was going to try to answer the candy that was sent to the military. Okay. What candy was included as military rations for soldiers in World War II? I want to say the Hershey's bar. No, it's not. Uh, I'll put it this way. It's in the chocolate family, though. Yeah. But it was not. Hershey bars were kind of too soft. That gives you a little bit of a hint. Yeah. It would be crushed. This one would could. Take could a lick in and keep on ticking. Could take a lick. That's right. It's good. Hey, you got Wait, a... they were they yeah, were they sucking were... on a Timex watch? <laughs> you remember that, huh? Yeah. Hey, Chris, you got a question for us? Well, I, I want to tell you a short story. My father was a Pentecost evangelist, and people ask him what what faith was. He said, well, I'm all faith. He said, I'm Pentecostal, Baptist, Church of Christ, Jehovah Witness. He said, how do you come to that? He said, well, I'm Pentecostal from where the Holy Ghost came upon him in the upper room. He said, I'm Baptist because I believe in baptizing like John the Baptist. He said, I'm Jehovah's Witness because I, I witness in the name of Jehovah. He said, I'm Church of Christ because I'm I'm a, a minister of the, of the Church of Jesus Christ. So he had them all covered. Oh, okay. that's, that's interesting. Right. <laughs> hey, thanks for telling us that. Tr- Chris, thank you for listening to AFR. Have a great weekend. Okay. Let's go to Mississippi and talk to Charlene. Charlene, welcome. Thank you. Hey. Is it Charlene or Charlene? 
Charlene. Charlene. Okay. And we it's all so remember, cute. if you're an Andy Griffith uh, fan, listen, I, I, we all remember Charlene. <laughs> hey, how many brothers you have, Charlene? <laughs> <laughs> and what That's instruments one. do they play? That's right. Your last name's not Darling, is it? No. Okay. Well, now, Charlene, great. do you know what we're talking about with the Andy Griffith show? Yes. Okay. Oh, I used that's to watch good. it myself. Oh, okay. Well, you want to ask, classic. answer, or both? I'll do both. Okay. Which question? The one about the hymn writer, Francis. Okay. And I, I guess I'll probably have to add one after this. But uh, here's the question, Charlene. Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. By what name is she more commonly known? Okay, I'm going on just my recollection. I did not look it up, but is it Fanny Crosby? It is. It's Woo, Fanny nicely Crosby. Done. Well, did you guys know that? Yes, I did. Uh, she was blind, too. That, yeah. That's what some amazing. Yeah. There was a, I saw a documentary about her house, a life not long ago, and just to see, I mean, her mind and how it could comprehend. And she, I, she reminded me of Helen Keller. Because right. of her blindness, she had vision that nobody that people who have their sight don't have. Yeah, I mean 8,000 hymns and uh gospel songs. Yeah, people That's don't realize a- how many classics that are in the hymn book that she wrote, right? You no. Know? Right. She wow, was, so that's wonderful. I guess I will add you guys don't have to repeat your questions, but since all might have been answered and then we'll get back to Charlene, I'm going to toss this one in. What does the JC stand for in JC Penny? What does the JC stand for in JC Penny? Okay. All right. Hey, Charlene, you got a question for us? I do. Go ahead. Um, the the restaurant chain KFC, y'all know that. Um, who was responsible for the iconic bucket that they have spinning and the red and white colors of the restaurant? Okay. Well, Ooh, I know you're. Question. Yeah, I don't know about the bucket, but just for folks, lest you forget. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Arlen Sanders came out of Kentucky, and he was middle-aged before he did that. He had a little thing, cooked a little chicken on the side, a little, you know, I don't know, gas station, restaurant Corbin, Kentucky. Corbin, Kentucky, and it got so popular, and then it just started to flourish. So don't give up if you haven't uh, hit the stride yet in your life, in your ministry, whatever. I think he was in his 50s, and here it's worldwide famous. And it's, I'll add this, it's finger licking good. <laughs> I don't know about the original. The big, the I don't original? know about the big bucket, but I'll yeah. tell you what, a lot, a lot of crusades wouldn't have raised as much money <laughs> if it hadn't been for those Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, buckets. Hey, Charlene, we don't know who's It's not, is it Colonel Sanders? No, it's not. It's Dave Thomas. Oh, the guy that started Wendy's, and then he, he had transferred. a KFC right. restaurant himself. Yeah, I remember so he, that. But story. he came up with the idea of the bucket. Uh huh. Wow. Yep, I watched a documentary on it just recently. Huh. Yeah, that's right. Before that, they had taken some pallets and they broke those down and put the chicken in there. And by the time people got the crowbar and got the chicken out, they weren't they they weren't hungry anymore. <laughs> Dave Thomas was something idea. for adoption still going. Wendy's yes. is still promoting right. adoption. That's right. I praise. Uh, he was adopted, yeah. and his daughter was named Wendy, yeah. and the little girl on the sign there, his his sweet daughter. Yeah, and they don't cut corners. 
That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, they had it. <laughs> that's their advertising slogan. That's wow, a lot of, what that's a a lot of pun-ishment. That is. Here. It is. Hey, thank you, Charlene. Thank you, Charlene. Let's go to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Welcome, Tyler. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, what part of Pennsylvania? I'm from the capital. Do you guys know what that is? Harrisburg. And it's the Keystone that is, State. That is right. Most yeah. people get that wrong. They think it's Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. Uh, no, right. They, right there in the Keystone State. That's right, right, right. I love yeah. I love Pennsylvania. They said Pennsylvania is just like Alabama between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Yeah. So uh, so that's <laughs> I, I remember people saying that. Hey, Tyler, you want to answer or ask or do both? Well, two of the questions I was going to answer got answered, but I think I'm going to end up going with the Falcon question. And okay. I'll, I'll do both. I'll ask a, okay. I'll ask a question. Here's the Falcon. Uh, what is the top speed of the Peregrine Falcon? Is it 150, 220, or 255 miles per hour? I'm going to go with 220. That is exactly correct. What? 220, 220 miles right. per hour. I was going to guess, because I, I didn't know the answer, I was going to guess the lower number because I thought those – other two numbers were just absurdly high. Those, I, uh, uh, that little hump with all the feathers on it—that's actually a, an airbag that, uh, <laughs> that you know it was just built in there, you know, because of the hits too hard. That was, well, hey, and that's in a dive, fastest that's in a dive on Earth. But normally, yeah, yep, a dive, yep. normally it flies at forty miles per hour, just flying. And then the cheetah, the fastest land animal, it reaches 70 miles per hour. And the sailfish is the fastest in the sea. And if I remember correctly, I didn't write it down. I think it was about 120 miles per hour for it. Wait, um, it's going 120 miles yeah. an hour Now, I, I wouldn't guarantee that, so I, yeah. they can catch me on that, now, but it was fast. Now, Brother Bert, <laughs> because you, you come in, you know, as a, as a substitute professor, yes, sir. you don't think like – we normally think because those other two. Oh should man, have, that's right. You should have well, held on to those good questions. I, I'm, I'm going to be on the next two weeks, yes. so I, I better. I'm not going to answer anymore. Well, you know what? You, you can toss those in. We'll see what Remember? students were listening. <laughs> that's right, listening this week. Hey, you said you had a question for us. What is it? Yeah, I'll ask. Uh, since I work for the post office, I'll give you a postal question. What is the oldest continually operating post office in the U.S.? Would it be Philadelphia? I'm just thinking. Think of Ben Franklin. Yeah. First postmaster. Yeah, postmaster. Philadelphia. That's I'll, a good guess. That's we'll a, go with I'll go with, I'll go with you on that. Tyler, what is it? Uh, it is actually in Hinsdale, New Hampshire, the oldest continuously operating post office. It was from 1816. So wow. Ben Franklin started it in New Hampshire rather than his home. That's right. Oh, he wanted to make sure it was going to work out. Yeah, he had. He must have had somebody up there he needed to write. That must have been. That's Tyler, good. thank you. Tyler, thanks for what you do. Uh, not letting any sleet or hail or uh, <laughs> gloom, of, gloom of night keep you from delivering the mail. Thank you, Tyler. Let's go to Georgia and talk to Rhett. Welcome, Rhett. Hello. Yes. What part of Georgia are you from? Mm, Denton. It's around the south part, I think. Okay. Kind well, of south middle. Okay, great. Close to Macon? Mm. Further south. That's all right. Hey, do you want yeah, to yeah. answer or ask or do both? Both. Okay. Which question do you want to answer? There's a woman named Frances that wrote the 8,000 hymns. 
or something. Okay, we we are, uh, somebody's already somebody just answered that, uh, Rhett. But let me let me see uh, if you know if you know the answer to that one, and then you can take a shot at another one. What was a what was the uh, the name of the lady who wrote the eight thousand hymns and gospel songs? Do you know? Fanny J. Crosby. Yeah, yeah Fanny J. Right. Crosby. Nice. Yeah. That's right. But now it was already answered. Good on you to know the answer to it. Why don't you take a shot, since we're at the end of the program, take a shot at another question. Um, yes, sir. Do you, do yeah, you want, you, you want you to try add, to answer another one? Do you know the answer to any of these others that we have? If you don't, that's okay. Um, has the one about the St. Saint, the Saint Patrick's Parade already been answered? No. Here's the question. Where is the oldest and largest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world? And it's not in Ireland. Let me think. I, you opening? I, know, I, mean, I know there's one in Chicago. Yes, yeah, not in Chicago. Okay, well, hey, listen, thank you and have a great he weekend. He may have a question for us. Oh, yeah. What's your question for us? The dome on a steam locomotive, what purpose does it serve? The dome on a steam locomotive, the purpose. The dome? The dome. Now, the now where are you saying the dome? Where is that? Where's Where's the dome? Is, well, is it part of the top, steam top engine of the, itself? Top, top of the, the smokestack? Um, well, around the smokestack, on top of the boulder, yes, sir. Would it keep the rain from coming in? <laughs> Putting the fire out? <laughs> Well, that sounds as good a guess as I you know, have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. it, it's pretty open. Right. All right. How, how about that, Red? It's to keep the uh, the rain from putting out the fire. Um, no, no, sir. The, the dome is where the, the steam where the steam has extra room to go around so there's not get too much steam in the boiler so the boiler will burst. The dome keeps the boiler from bursting. Oh, that's oh wow. Good. All right. Uh, okay. And, hey, and to, his, like a regulator. To, to his point, the steam engine was brilliant. You can just take firewood, whatever you want, coal, and you got energy, you can run down the road. But what they couldn't ever solve, after you got that thing up and running, there was no way to regulate that. Uh-huh. And it would just go and go and go. And uh, so often those uh, boilers would explode. So we'd still be using steam today if they could somehow put a governor on that, but they couldn't. So that's at least one attempt they did, you know, put that big cylinder up there, let that steam roll around a little bit, stall it a little while, stall it before it would get out. Yeah. You know, keep those boilers from blowing up. Hey, Rhett, uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Um, all right. I, I think um, – uh, I think we're going to be running. I'll tell you what. Let's try to get Sandra in. Okay, we'll Sandra. Really quickly. Sandra, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Which one yeah. do you want to answer? Okay, uh, I was going to answer the Fanny Crosby, but I want to say this about her. Uh, she wrote, Tell what? Me the Story of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Think about when she opened her eyes, the first person she saw she got to see Jesus. Yes, that's and, awesome. And be in heaven and see all those people. Sandra, we're we're just about out of time. Do you want to ask, answer, or do both? It's got to be really quick. Well, let me let me just ask you one. Yeah, right, go ahead. Um, and, and this is a theological question. It says that Jesus wept, 
And uh, after I've read the scripture, all right, that, Sandra. I'll... Sandra, I'm so I'm sorry, Sandra. We'll try to get you on next week. I apologize. We're we are out of time. We tried to squeeze it in. What what have you tootsie got left? Tootsie roll here? is the military ration he, candy. He tootsie far. roll. Oh, tootsie, tootsie roll. roll. Okay. Can I answer your pennies? Yes, James Cash. Pennies. What right. a name, Cash. Right. Yeah. Did you have any questions uh, left? Oldest, largest St. Patrick's Day Parade. Is it New, New York City? New York City. First held in 1762. Blue was the original Are you color. serious? Yeah. It had to do with King Henry VIII. All right, folks. That's all the time we've got. We'll see you Monday.